0: Welcome to the Breakthrough Life the Battlefield podcast series. Presented by the Managing Director of Insight Intelligence Group, ex military and diplomatic security intelligence services specialist, and now best selling author, Mario Beckish, ambassador and activist for humanity. Ultimately, Life the Battlefield talks about the most important concerns we all have how to have hope, to cope, how to survive and thrive in 2022 and beyond. And invites you to join the conversation.
1: Welcome to the studio, listening live ninety point five, and the Sydney most best talk radio talk show, Life the Battlefield with Mario. First, I'd like to say hello to all of you risk takers who dare to change your own life for the better, run business more successful, and create great great legacy. As well, thank you all listeners. Watching and supporting this great uh, radio show and podcast, and let me tell you, without you and your support, this podcast will never have existed. My mission is to change one life at a time through my life and business experience and the experience of my guests. And today, guests will certainly change your life for the better, particularly if you're a couple. Doesn't need to be married, but as long as you're a couple. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Rania and Hussam Dabit, who are here today with us in studio. No need to introduce Rania extra, but she's going to reintroduce herself because she was with us a few months earlier today. And Hussam is going to turn off his mobile phone because we can't have the mobile phone in studio. Rania, Hussam, welcome. Thank you for having us here today. Hussam and Rania, do you mind just for our listeners to introduce who is this power couple? Who is Hussam? Oh, I'm not very interesting, I would assume. But okay, uh, <laughs> okay that's what you're saying. You're not interesting, like.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. am um, no, Just I guess your average kind of guy who, you know, tries hard to at what he does and hopes that he can do
1: better in life. When you say humble guy, you know, average guy, you know, not not many people say this. You come in today in radio station. I'll let me see now. Right now, it's a. Uh, 1000 listeners online only 1000 listeners that's going to be almost 900,000 is going to be this week by statistics on this radio station you're not just average guy because being your your wife make a big difference on the field so rania can you be more descriptive who are you guys
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're a power couple i'd like to think um I- I'm.
1: I've
3: I've been here before, and you know. Thank you again, Mario, for the opportunity yes, to have me welcome. here. Um, I'm a mom, solicitor. Just opened up my own business, and Hossam is my ride or die. Um, we've been together for about ten years. Married for eight. We've got two beautiful kids, and we've recently just set up our own business, actually. So. That's who we are. We are trying to juggle life, juggle the challenges of life, um, raising two kids, running a charity, and you know, trying to make a profit at the end of the day.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and you, should, you, you certainly you should. But before we continue, let me help you both of you. I'm just going to read a little one, um, little bit of the, your bio. After migrating to Australia, only years. 9 of age Rania quickly become assimilated to the new life and culture in Australia I'm inviting you, all of you guys if you are interested even more in, in depth about Rania feel free to come uh, on our live905.com.au website under the podcast live the Butterfield there's an interview with Rania so you can uh, and now she's accompanied by her husband Hussam David who also migrated to Australia at a young age and has been in the IT industry for the 20 years Rania Hussam will not only speak today about life and the wonders of life, but what is like having a startup business in this day and age while juggling having a small family, as Rania mentioned before, running their own charity organization outreach, St. Michael's Mills, the parks and everyday life, life challenges. So I read this, you know, so make it very simple. Hussam, IT. Yeah. Talk to us. Why IT? Like, when did you become the hacker? <laughs> and I wouldn't call myself a hacker, but a hacker. Um, when you met Ranier, you hack her account, and that's why like, <laughs>
2: she makes me no. love it. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I am the guy everybody goes to for IT help at home. So yes, you know, family calls me up and go, I've got issues with my computer. Yes,
3: Mister Fix It. Yes, I fix it.
2: I got into it when we first got our f- when we got our first computer at home and it might be strange for some of the younger kids today to hear, Oh, you got your first computer give, give us give us, a, give us a I was ten at the time yeah. and you know, we got the computer and I learnt how to fix it by breaking it to begin with. So <laughs> I would go in and play with it and Windows will stop working because yes. of something I did and I have to figure out how to fix it and that's how I got into it. Um from there I just I guess it took me down that path of learning how to use it and i guess i became quite proficient at it it's called the reverse
1: engineering what was your first computer you, uh, you destroyed <laughs>
2: Tell it us. was a pentium 133
1: my god even google this funny it's like what
2: i think it had 16 meg of memory at the time okay. and a
1: 1.2 gig hard drive so i think my first one i saw it's called commodore 128 <laughs> or something like this like the just, commodore 64 yeah something like <laughs> this I was like, 64 128 i upgraded and i was like what is this like a keyboard you know and everything's like oh you can do this and I was like god like you know that was a, that was a beautiful thing yeah
2: yeah i think it annoyed my family quite a bit just how much i used to break it because my sister was doing her hsc at the time <laughs> so <laughs> she's like i need the computer
1: did you did you break her computer
2: well, they <laughs> bought it for
1: her, so it was the, but it was the family. Did computer. you know this? Did you know, no, that I didn't know this? Yes, that's a good one. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Husam and Rania dubbed with us in studio. We take a short break and let's go dig deep, deep into more this power couple success. Welcome back to the studio, listening Life the Butterfield with Mario Beckers, Sydney most favorite radio talk show. Absolutely I declare this one. Why? Because they're awesome guests in my studio. And they're true power couple. They're not just ordinary couple who wake up in the morning and, you know, we just have the, everything in our hands. Those two people in my studio, Rania and her husband Hussam, they built everything from the scratch, from very early age, arriving in Australia, assimilating themselves into society, and then becoming the couple with the kids and everything else and then they decide one day to run the business together it's not a, just any business but the law and Hussam who is not doesn't want to admit he's a hacker but that's okay you know what I mean <laughs> Hussam is going to share with us Hussam what possess you seriously what possess you to work with your wife in a business from IT to the law and let's, let me mention this very clearly called RS Love Group. So, Hussam, well, why love, why not IT? Well, uh,
2: the first thing was we, we just had our second child and we were discussing about as to what to do next. Yes. Does Rania go back to, you know, that whole corporate life, you know, 8.30, to 5.30 every day, yeah. very little flexibility in her time and how are we going to raise two kids? Um, so we decided, you know, we should probably start something just to work for ourselves. And since we decided probably her, rather than going back to a corporate environment and me starting, say, an IT business, to have that flexibility to work with the kids, we chose, why don't we start her, getting her into a, start the business and then yeah. we ha- we would have that flexibility there for it. And then with... I guess my, the IT industry and where I am now, it gives me also that flexibility to work wherever I need to be. Okay. So if I need to work from home, I can work from home and help out. If there be, you know, take a day off, which was quite simple, or, you know, because there might be stuff I I can do on the weekend or late at night so I can adjust my times a, lot of, a little bit more than what she could have in the corporate
1: world. Look, I... Uh what I want to ask you, Rania, right? Is, I know you're not, laugh, not laugh, like, <laughs> with your husband, what's the, what's the feeling to work with your husband?
3: At times it's frustrating. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's the best thing ever. He's my go-to person. Okay. He's my advisor. Um, I can't make a decision without him. So, it's it's like, it's like, working with going to work and seeing your best friend every day it's 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 beautiful
1: can i share something with you sure i done small research you yep. know like when i was going to internet and i was trying to find out what's it look like to couple work together right married or just a couple being in a relationship and everything's come negative online right why not to work together why not to be married together and all these things right <laughs> But then, you know, there was a few articles there, statistics and, you know, I tried to dig into this and say, what's the benefit to be working with your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your midget, your unicorn, whoever, you know, have somebody else. He said, this is the benefit when they work together. Be ally at the workplace, which you are. Make your work your own legacy, which you guys are doing already. Uh, Be a couple on a mission. Conquer goals together and most important thing is you're spending extra time together. So do you agree with that one? Yes. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The extra time with each other or <laughs> <laughs> <can see> <laughs> that's
3: debatable, I think.
1: <laughs> Look, I truly believe that I truly believe that people uh you know when they work together it is it is difficult, right? It's, it there are the challenges, you know, yeah. like nobody can say they are not. And I truly believe that COVID actually emphasized that uh who is for who because covid was the biggest challenge for everybody particularly you know i i'm seeing a lot through my work. there's a lot of divorces going around a lot of you know the you know searching the evidence for something because people have enough but you guys you survive together not because of the kids but because you believe in each other and every couple gonna face obstacles no no question asked but working together well that's something different there
3: well, we do have meetings quite late at night. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: so tell us more about that. One.
2: <laughs> it's usually the five minutes before we go to bed because uh, that's, we've that's just a put good the one. kids to sleep and they wouldn't let us. Yeah.
1: So can I ask you one one question? Okay. So you know, there's a lot of parents there. There's a lot of married couples there, um, and they're living together, raising kids together, and everything else. But can you describe to me for our listeners? What's the secret of your success when you wake up in the morning? How do you start day both? You know what I mean, like giving the task. Rania gives you tasks. Hussam or like, <laughs> or the kids giving you tasks. Both. I think
2: there's scheduled tasks that everybody okay. has. Um, yeah. You know, get up, do what you need to do. Okay. I usually get up first, um, yeah. get ready for my uh, my work, and then it just depends on how things go. Sometimes our son will wake up before I leave the house. He yeah. needs a nappy change or. You know and I'm there, so I'll help out. Um, if I'm there late enough, I can help out getting my, our daughter ready for school in the mornings and just relieve some of that pressure off Rania before you know I start my day.
3: Rania, we have a routine, um, routine is very important for us, especially yeah. for me because I'm a very structured person, mm. um, I'm not. and Hassan <laughs> is not. So <laughs> it, it drives. Okay,
1: okay, not domestic violence, <laughs> yeah, so like,
3: yeah. Drives me absolutely insane. <laughs> yes. Um, no, so I do the school drop-offs, I do the school pickups, and uh, everything else in between. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> Look, you know, one thing, one thing we can I can say for both of you, and you know, I'm waiting. For all listeners, pl- feel free to come. run remind me. RSL RSLawgroup.com. RSLawgroup. dot com. B- dot au. dot com. U. Yeah. Uh, Feel free to visit that awesome website you're going to learn more about this line of work they're working together uh, Rania and Hussam but what that strikes me straight away and I need to say this because I like it's not every day we're talking to the people who are building their life and the business and family from the ground up you know when I say that one because you both arrive from the different country different culture different language different you know just just to name the few but yet you both never give up and you both push it together and now, raising kids, running the business together, and you know, the law, it's not so, so simple. People believe the lawyers and what we spoke last time on an yeah. interview, like, you know, like on TV, we just come and, you know, we have everything. But one thing it is that you are still joking. You know what I mean? You can have the, you know, your misunderstandings and, you know, disadvantages of the, you know, kids around you and, you know, try to run the business. But you still finding time to run the business Raise your family and help others. This yeah. is what I want to talk about this on. But Rania, before we go into the next segment, I have a question for you. How do you measure success in the business?
3: In a business context, for me, success is not just by how much profit the company has made at the end of the day. Success in a business context for me is about whether the client was happy. Um do we have any good feedback? Do we have any bad feedback? Why were they unhappy? What made them happy? Um, did we engage in referrals this week? Did we contact? Did we get in contact with the people that we know? Did we reach out to enough people? Is there somebody out there that needs support or help? That's not necessarily legal work, but you know, in in, in another context, that we could probably connect them to someone else. Um, did we engage in enough training, in enough development? Because, you know, lawyers don't know everything about everything. So, there's always opportunity <laughs> <laughs> and room for improvement. So, did we do that? Yeah. Um, and then I look at success in an umbrella as a whole. And yeah. success, yes, there's a business success. But as an individual and as a family, what's, you know, are we successful? How, how do we measure success? For example, I look at it as: Were well, my kids happy today? Did I did I spend enough time with my kids? Are we doing enough activities as a family? Um, is there somebody in need that I you know that I neglected? Did we have enough homeless people come out this fortnight? Did we have enough food to feed them? If not, why? Where did we go wrong? Um, our marriage: Are we you know are we spending enough time together? If we're not spending enough time together, why? And what can we do about it? So I think as putting my lawyer hat on with everything, i go through <laughs> like a sort analysis. Yes. But that's life. And then the last thing I measure is, have I been a good person? Did I return that person's call? You know, did I call my mom back when she called me for the fifth time? Did I knock on my neighbor and say, hey, how are you going? I haven't seen you for two, three days. Is everything okay? Um, that's what I measure as success.
1: Thank you, Rania. I just want to do a small recap on this, what you say. I ask yeah. Rania and Hussam, how do you measure success in your life or business? And most of people start, and I say this from my experience, will start with this big, bombastic you know that's like quite happy you know we're making business and everything else but what Rania she said and you need to ask yourself dear listeners success is not measured just by the the money you're making how many voices you send as Rania and Hussam said success for them it is when they ask themselves are the, kids are the kids happy are the kids happy how did I help somebody today did I call my mom off the fifth phone call and most importantly is our marriage happy you're listening alive 90.5 life the battlefield rania and hussam from rsllawgroup.au and welcome back to the studio you're listening alive 90.5 life the battlefield with mario beckes i'm very grateful and thankful for having such a great couple in the studios and my guests rania and hussam they are both running the company called rs law group before we took a break, I asked Rania how she's measuring success in life and in business. And one of the points, well, a few points, she said, success is not only how many voices I send to my clients, but as well asking my husband, how's our marriage? Are, are our kids happy? As well, did I call my mom? And most importantly, did I help somebody today in their lives? These is the questions you need to ask yourself not just the, how much money we're going to make because after all, we can't take the money nowhere except from our bank account and to another bank account and another bank account, but that's the reality but I'm very grateful I'm going to ask now, Hussam Husam, the question I have for you, and I want you to breathe deeply you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> there, is no, there is no 50-50, <sighs> there is no call the friend, there is no the ask, or the ask I audience the yeah? <laughs> <laughs> okay everybody there is so many examples we can see online even on radio on the social media Everybody love to talk about happiness right mm-hmm. and everybody has uh, all these little hacks and you know whatever you want to call them mottos and uh, motivation inspiration but i'm asking you what is the secret for successful marriage
2: i think it's just accepting the other person for who they actually are yeah. uh, you know they little quirks that you know, may get on your nerves from time to time <laughs> and really bug you. Yeah. But then, you know, they've, they've got those sides of them that,
1: you know, you wouldn't give up for anything in the world, so. You won't give up your wife for anything in your life. Uh, Somebody walks inside now, $100 million, if you go. Uh, no, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No,
2: I yeah, mean, you yeah. can't. You can't put a price on that. Why is that? Exactly tell me why. Because it's not just about the money. I mean, it's not about the money. You know, if the other person, you know, you look at them and that's all you want to be with. But you know, you you got to understand that they've got to, they're going to have their flaws as well. Yes. And those flaws may not even that should not matter. I mean, you, you're going to have there may be some problems, and you know, if you truly love some that person you'll
1: do everything you can to help them where they may be failing as well. You know, the like of Hussam now, right now, and I know it's emotional. This is the real deal. I mean, real deal in sense, we're talking on air and we don't know who is listening, who doesn't listen. But we all can witness these things that on a social media, power couples come together, they're dressed nice, they look nice, you know, they're, they're shining and bright in all this, you know, fumpfers and all this music and everything else. But reality is totally different. We wake up in the morning with our mood. We wake up in the morning next to the person we wake up day before and the day before and day before day before. And And yet Hussam, you know, when you talk about these things, you know (laughs) it's just it's just beautiful to hear it. And I'm hoping that many listeners heard that one, that we all have the disadvantages you say or the quirks or whatever it is. We need to leave it that one. It's acceptance. So that's a success for the happy marriage. Ladies and gentlemen, need to listen to this tonight on the website alive905.com.au Hussam and his secret recipe <laughs> for the happy marriage. Rania, what is for you say happy marriage? Even I wanted this question only for Hussam, but for you now. It's like <laughs> I put a spot on spot Hussam now you. Um,
3: the secrets of happy marriage. Wow. It's a very, very tricky question. Um, I think you gotta, you just got to remember that no one is perfect. So why should you expect your marriage to be perfect? Um, I go back to the days when we were, you know, we were dating, we were getting to know each other, and it, it, you just think about why you fell in love with this person to begin with. Why did you decide to marry this person? And having that flashback, and, you know, like Hosam said, accepting the other person because nobody's perfect. Um, as long as everything is with love and with respect and, you know, compromise, that's the main thing for me. It's That's what I think is a secret to happy marriage.
1: I no, absolutely agree with you because, you know, as I said to Hussam, you know, when we start talking, there's so many... Articles on media, social media, on online, and everywhere about happy marriage. Anybody gives the tips and advice about happy marriage, then six months later you read them, they divorced. You know? I mean, it's like yeah. <laughs> in, in, in some column and whatever it is. And,
3: and happy means different things to different people.
1: That's the point. Yeah. What's the happiness? You know? I mean, yeah. the happiness, as you said, it's not just uh, making money or success in the business, sorry, but as well seeing you know my kids happy, all this fun. But now let's go dig into your business now. You started business together You know The lawyer Mm -hmm. and IT expert What obstacles Did you face By start Business together Rania Ladies first (laughs) (laughs) My Uh,
3: biggest obstacle Is having to be patient
1: Okay I'm not a patient
3: person Um And I understand That it takes time It takes a long time For the business to You know To establish For the name To get out there Um so yeah, that's that's probably been my biggest obstacle is just being patient.
1: Um, patient with what? Will you get the first client, or the you know, who finished finish the website.
3: <laughs> uh, all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just, pay that
2: invoice yet? Did
3: you pay just, this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just got to be patient in in understanding that this is a you know, this is a baby. It's you've got to. Um, like you're planting a seed, and yes. it does. It's not going to grow overnight, and it takes time. And I've got to, you know, work together with Hassan to get the name out there as much as we can. And you know, not just get the name out there, but you know, advertise on why we're different, what makes us different, because there's so much competition out there. So that's probably another obstacle as well is to tackle that competition, um, and have a you know, establish a connection and relationship with people, yes. and the right people, because the right people will lead you to the right clients. So,
1: Husam, I have a question for you, and that's what Ania she mentioned very, very nicely in her uh, presentation. Takes time, patience, and everything else. Now, there's so many obstacles in running business life. We always have the people who's going to tell us why we shouldn't. Run business? Why we shouldn't date somebody? Why we shouldn't leave some area of Sydney, whatever it is, across the globe? Doesn't matter. Did you have those people in your life who told you both of you that this is not a good idea to work together?
2: Not to work together, but just starting the business. We had a few people tell them why. Why don't you go work for
1: someone? A bit easier for you. And yet you stuck with your wife, despite people told you not to work.
2: Yeah. Why we is that? We, we chose. We just figured this for us. This was the right move. It was better for us yes. to start this business and to, you know, it, it, it would be our fourth child if you include the
1: dog. <laughs> <laughs> Nadia yes, didn't smile very much. <laughs> like you know, she, when you say fourth you child. Know? Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um, you know, and as she said, it is a baby. It's you know, it's only learning now to how to crawl, and then yeah. once
1: it's done that, yeah. It's but got a ask a question: tool. Why did you? Listen because to those people. Why didn't you listen to these people and a bad idea to work with your wife? Yeah, I mean, we chose this path and we
2: said, you know what, for us, looking into it, looking into the future, this is the best path for us. Not having either of us working for someone or having Rania working for someone. And at the moment, she does the majority of the business stuff and yes. I do a little bit of admin work in the background. And then, you know, as time progresses, as the business gr- progresses and grows, that will start to transition, I think. Um, or whether or not I even
1: that happens with me. and. You know I what? Know. I could jump now on you and give you a hug like a teletubbies. You know <laughs> what? <laughs> and I tell you why. Because you have the courage. In my books, you have the courage. And I always come back to this in my radio show, my podcast. There is no man can impress me with their background or their lifestyle. Truly cannot. But you did, Hussam. When asked uh, Rania and you, what's the secret for the successful and happy marriage? You know, we, you elaborated, you explained. But this is the success of the happy marriage. you stuck with your wife. Despite all these voices, and many people will will, will break, hmm. will have to put doubt, the seed of the doubt. You know, that pollination of ideas, you know, coming across, you know, from family to friends and peers and everybody else. Don't do together. But yet, you do it together. Ladies and gentlemen, RSL RSLawgroup.au. As I mentioned on the beginning of the show, and now before we take a short break, uh, news and weather, my mission is to change one life at a time through my life, my business experiences, and experiences of my guests. And today it's a true pleasure. I'm privileged to have Rania and Hussam David. They're true power couple. they do not standing on a glossy cover page magazines and you know posing and talking about how life is good or bad they're living that life like you and I 95% of this population this is life we all living and they're sharing with us success story success story full of obstacles while launching business but before I take a short break I'd like to ask Rania you launched this business not IT but love and you're facing all these obstacles what is your advice For somebody who is starting Business right now And let's go be precise The couples If they're a couple starting business together What would you say
3: Couples I'd
1: say Everybody,
3: don't... I just. <laughs> okay so for couples I'd say Don't let it get in the way of your marriage um, For individuals I'd say Believe in yourself I know it sounds cliché but sometimes we forget the basics, and the basics are what get us through.
1: Okay, Hussam. Same question for you. Oh, I, I would say yeah.
2: With along with that it, it, you, the couple, a couple starting it, learn to compartmentalize the the business to your actual relationship. When you're together, your work, your work, you know, um, your work colleagues. Yes. So. That's what, how you got to treat that relationship.
1: There, you're not a married couple. You're not, you yeah. know, partners in any sense of the way. How do you that? How, do you have the, like a switch? You know, like <laughs> when you're working together, okay, I'll not be his wife, and then when dinner comes, it's like I'm, I'm his <laughs> wife now because during the day he didn't do things as I expected. He he, he does.
2: Look, it, I, I would say it is very difficult to do that. Um, mm. It's just, you know, I think depending on. Experiences I've had I think I find it maybe a little bit easier to do the compartmentalising you know coming from an IT industry learning how to put stuff into different boxes and only treating it in in what I'm doing at that time Um, I'm not sure about Rania but I would assume something fairly similar when it comes to law Um, but you've got to know that if you're you're going to basically go all in both of you are going to be there from the 9 to 5 when you're in in work mode you're in work mode you're not in the relationship if there's anything personal that comes up you know take it off to the side yeah. and do, and work on it then and come back to it like you would in a normal day if i if i was up in the office working and rania has an issue and she calls me up i'd take that out yeah. separate to my current
1: job that's very interesting what do kids think about two of you when you work together did they have like uh, entertainment, like a Muppet show? Like a- <laughs> it's, like, it's like, mommy, daddy, fighting. This, right?
2: um, I, I would say they don't actually really see it at the moment because pretty much once the kids are home, yeah. you know, it, it's mum and dad, family time. It's not until they, we've got them in bed that if there's anything that needs to be done for the business, that's when we do it.
3: It, it can get very chaotic at times, especially because <laughs> things tend to all happen at the same time. Um, so the other day I had the baby, um, in the office and he was playing around with the pen and touching the buttons on the keyboard and off he sent off some emails. <laughs> um, so that was fun.
1: Okay, look, I, <laughs> and then he look, took the
3: pen and poked the dog yeah. with it. So,
1: <laughs> look, I know that happened these things with the email, right? Yeah. And. I don't know how to prevent this, but I know that sometimes I'm hating myself because I send an email, let's just say, intending to send to Husam about you. Yeah. I'll send to you email about yourself and, you know. I know oh a God. good IT guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I find out, ladies and gentlemen, Hussam, she uh, will betray his wife and the business and everything else. Only if Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, comes and be with with him, you know, spending a day or whatever it is. Why Ryan Reynolds, Sam? Eh? Uh, I don't know. It, it, he portrays he Deadpool. In, is he pre- is Deadpool. I
2: mean, I, I love the comic. And yeah. he, he even just he outside him, of yeah, the yeah, character yeah, itself,
1: yeah. He, he's him. <laughs> he, he is my him. Who's your favourite actor? Uh, if I can ask he knows who. Uh, okay. Kusam, uh, what is your wife's favourite actor? No, I'm not saying. Okay, we'll take a short break, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Listening
3: it's, it's Gerard Butler. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Oh my. <laughs> That's why he doesn't want to say. <laughs> Gerard Butler. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to at Live the Butterfield with Mario and my guests in studio, Rania and Hussam Dabit. We'll take a short break uh, some music and then comes the news about 3 or 4, 3 or 5. We'll be back in studio with more questions about their business. Thank you for listening. Stay with us.
0: This has been another episode of Life the Battlefield with Mario Beckish. Please like and subscribe. And remember to catch all of the Life the Battlefield podcast episodes on YouTube and at mariobeckish.com.au. Don't forget to leave a comment for Mario. And if there is someone you know who could benefit from the experience and insight in this episode, share it with them.